Hello and welcome to the Collective Wisdom Podcast, the podcast that explores how to be a wiser version of yourself. This is a podcast that helps you to tap into your own inner wisdom and find the answers within you for how to live your best life. I'm your host, Kat Preston. I'm a certified life coach and I help people to turn down the noise in their heads and tune into the wisdom in their hearts. Every week I'll be asking my guests to tell their stories about what they've learned along the way and share some of their wisdom with us. I'm so thrilled you can join us. Hey there, my wise friends, and welcome to episode 38 of the Collective Wisdom Podcast. Before I get on to my guest today, I have a really exciting bit of news. I've been working over the summer on a collaborative book project with 14 other members of uh, an organization called The Right Company that I'm part of, which helps small business owners to collaborate, get together, share ideas, and generally connect. And we have come together and written a book called Enough, Unlock a Life of Abundance, Starting Right Where You Are. I think like many people, it's always been one of my burning ambitions to write a book. The problem is every time I sat down, I couldn't think what to write. And I can't think of a better way to start that process than by joining with other people and to share in their collective knowledge, wisdom and understanding. It's been a fantastic project. And what I really, really love about it is that the book contains all of our stories. Each chapter is the unique voice of the individual contributor. And in hearing those stories, I really feel like I got to know each one of those beautiful people so much better. It's a real testament to the power of stories to connect us. And as one of the contributors, my beautiful friend Jackie Landerman said, it's reminded her of a, a beautiful Neil Gaiman quote, which says, basically, we all have stories. The gulf that exists between us as people is that when we look at each other, we might see faces, but we don't see we can't see the stories. So if you want to go across to enoughthebook.co, links in the show notes, you can find out a bit more about the book. And I'm really happy to say that in two weeks time, there'll be an episode which features all 14 contributors plus myself. So you can hear a bit more from each of those individual storytellers. Which brings me on to my guest this week, Marco Howen, who, as well as being a fellow IPEC coach, is also a founder, CEO and investor. And his latest business creation is a business called Centrepreneur and the Eternal Art of Being, which has, as he describes, a simple aim to equip entrepreneurs with the insight, practices and personal awareness that reveal what's just beyond one's own external conditioning. Marco believes this is the only personal leadership experience that helps leaders to align who they truly are with what they do, and in doing so, leading the way to an enlightened entrepreneurial era that leaves the digital dark ages forged in Silicon Valley behind. His vision is for a world where the operating system for authentic value creation and personal leadership is fully aligned with the progress of the human race. Quite some vision. I sat down with Marco to talk about some of the challenges along the way, how he's crafted this vision, how he's come to these conclusions, and to hear just a little bit more about his story. So with that, I'll hand you over to Marco. So welcome to the podcast, Marco. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so interested to dig into the work that you're doing with Zentrepreneur. And, you know, as I've already said in the intro, you're a fellow IPEC coach. So I know that we'll have energy in common, if nothing else, talking about energy. When I, when I asked you to join me, um, I always ask my guests, what's the question you love to be asked? Because that's where I find enthusiasm. And you said to me, how can entrepreneurship truly change the world, which I thought was a fabulous question. So I'm going to yeah. put that to you now. Yeah. So thank you first for, for having me on the show. I'm very, I'm very happy and uh, like, yeah, looking forward to, to the exchange. Now I have to answer that one. Okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is really rooted. This question is really rooted in, 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 in the basis of myself because for for all these 25 years, I'm an entrepreneur. I was asking myself if I really have an impact, how can I have an impact? And uh, I found that the entrepreneurial environment 
talks a lot about impact, but not really, but not really lives up to, to the occasion. And that's actually the basis where I came also to, well, yeah, that was one of the reasons why I went into Zentrepreneur to, to come into what I, what is my, on that extent, my, my favorite subject, which is authentic creation, creating from the basis of who we are, not from the basis of whoever imposes something on us or we let it be imposed. So either by our conditioning, which we have all, or by, like, I, I talk to a lot of young people right now and I talk about entrepreneur and see how, how entrepreneurship can support them uh, to truly change the world through entrepreneurship. And very, very often they say, yeah, I had these dreams, but then, then came the lawyer around like daddy said i have to go for to be a lawyer doctor whatever and so many people today are, are just doing what what is expected from them not what they really want so my thesis on that one is that entrepreneurship if everybody in this world would create and then we're not talking about companies we're not talking only about companies we're talking about any creation we're doing we created really on the basis of who we are at that moment because we always deepen the knowledge of who we are but at that moment we authentically create that's how we change the world that's how entrepreneurship changes the world bit by bit not like oh yeah not like when elon musk flies to mars mm. that's great i'm very happy <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's his authentic creation, but it is his, not mine, and not the other millions of people who think that it, it would be theirs. Mm. So when you talk about, so I'm really interested in this, creating from who you really are. Mm. How do you, you know, if someone's listening to this and they go, okay, where do I start creating from who I am? <laughs> Ask get aware of yourself and say, okay, well, you mentioned we are both IPEC coaches, so we both know how important self-awareness is. Get aware of yourself, get aware of your reactions, get aware of not necessarily change, but get aware of that you are now doing what your conditioning is asking from you. But being aware of it is already the start of everything because that's when we, when we start to take an example for myself when i when i start uh, to to go into my absolute overrating doing mode which is still part of me and will most likely be the rest of my days today i'm aware of where it's coming from i know where it's coming from i and then i can acknowledge it or i can say no not now or i just say yeah that's how it is it's it all starts with awareness right and and when you say awareness how 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 do you sort of Prize that awareness help people become aware of of their motivations, their 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 inner selves. There are a lot of tools we can use, and they are so personal. The coaching, for sure, is a tool because as a coach, we can keep the space and push them. There, there it is. Mm -hmm. Do you see? And and I think that is that is that is one one way to do Some journaling. There is so many ways meditation there's so many ways of, of of starting to see yourself detaching yourself detaching yourself from 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 this conditioning and from who, how we oh, yeah, so many words to use like conditioning ego whatever we want to use depends on what what realm we want to talk about but uh, in essence they're always the same detaching from it and seeing it yourself like, okay that's who i am that's who i am fine i agree i am accepting it so you, it's interesting yeah you mentioned that word ego so this is coming up for me a lot with clients. It's like yeah. what's stopping them often is their own ego. Mm. And I don't know if you experience that with, with people you I, work with. I, I like to give it an, 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 a little another twist. It's the attachment to the ego, which, which, which really makes, mm. makes them make, makes us, makes us not them because it's all of us makes us not being really not going beyond where, who we are. It's the, the attachment. I'm attached to, I was attached to being a farmer and not being a farmer afterwards. I was attached my whole life to that. And, and detaching from it, that all the story is the same, but you just write, rewrite it differently. You see, like, and that's actually one of my, my personal works I'm doing on right now is like rewriting my own history. Things I saw as I was attached to the ego of, I saw that as one of the toughest moments in my life. Now I rewrote it as my first big victory in my life. And it makes all sense because I, I, I detach from it. 
rather than rather than keeping in the, oh, yeah but i suffered and i had i almost died and, oh, no, 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 and all this thinking uh, keeps us so bound to it but as soon as i and it took me years so i'm not saying hey guys you can do that tomorrow actually that's why i i i chose the song we talk about later but it's it's something which which it, it's an evolution yeah yeah and 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 it's interesting you said one of the tools is meditation and just before we started recording you mentioned that you'd just been on a, a week-long meditation course in cyprus which you said yes. was phenomenal so tell me more about that process for you i heard about meditation 25 years ago i thought it's a really cool concept and i really started to meditate five years ago right, <laughs> so yeah, like, for 20 years i thought it's really cool I, I really think it's really cool but i can't do it i can't do it because you know it's so difficult and and and, and i can never be without a thought and so on so it's like and maybe it's important to say that before go answering your question is the biggest misconception of meditation for people is that they think that they have to sit for a time without thought mm -hmm. which is totally not the case it's it's not because it's actually it's to let go of thoughts and if you get the the if, if if we get this simple notion of between not thinking and letting go of the thought then we are starting to emptying ourselves it's like right. sometimes i do meditations where there's one thought next thought i let it go next thought next thought next thought next thought and that goes on for 20 minutes 30 minutes an hour so what that's great that what has has to happen at that at that moment rather than people thinking oh yeah they, they see actually the the monk sitting in lotus and 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 meditating oh he has thoughts too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and well he's most likely more proficient than when i am and and he can get rid of it and i sometimes get that state too but it's extremely important for us to just sit there and to not holding on to thoughts and to do this constantly so just that so how was the how was the retreat it was just amazing <laughs> So, so yeah. what I mean is a week is a long time to spend yes. with yourself. Yes. And especially even if you are, you know, because I think when we, the first time yeah. anybody, any of us try something yeah. new, you can pretty much guarantee we're going to suck at it. And I think that's what happens with meditation a lot. People try it and it's, it's just frustrating, partly because I, I count myself in this group. They don't, they don't know where they're trying to get to. What, what is the, you know, I've, I've succeeded or I've, I've even started to get close to success so when you when you go away for a whole week what does it feel like to you know is it a state that you're trying to arrive at is it what, what? oh so many questions in one question um for me it's going from the head to the heart yeah. it's really it's really i could say for me it's coming home because home is where my heart is and, and and that's the heart means that when I am in my heart yeah. and when I'm not worrying, when I'm not thinking a hundred different uh, possible uh, thoughts through how I can do this or that. And through meditation, I, I, I do that. Now, through a week long meditation, it just goes deeper because then being in a great setting helps. Yeah. Uh, so it, 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 it helps to, it guides me to, to touch that deep space in myself, Why? which I then drive and take with me and as so much as I can. Do you come away with, do you come away with, is it more clarity? What, what's the outcome? Sometimes it's more clarity. Sometimes it is more, it's more calm simply. It's, mm -hmm. it's a clarity. It's like clarity is some, it's, it's an, I see clarity as an, as an outcome of being in my heart. It's it's like I don't know why that pops up now, but it's like when it's quite a long time ago I stopped doing to do lists. Like I was the big to do list. It's like I have to do that, I have to do that. And starting just to trust into this divine timing. Because what I always found out is like I created a to do list and then I created the things to do too early. Like that's how, that's how we are. It's like oh yeah, I have to have my 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 tax report ready, and then I write it like. A month before it has to be ready. So what is my brain doing? It's like, well, you don't need it, but I, I <laughs> you don't need it at, at, at the moment. It's like, and I start, I stop to, to, to bash myself up for a month. And then it always done when it has to be done because that's how I, I'm functioning. So starting to, to trust the divine 
timing and this divine timing trusting it for me goes through the fact when i'm connected to my heart as soon as i am in my head starting to think doesn't mean that we that i don't want to think i love to think i will i, I love to create so i rather talk about creation than about thinking because it's like this morning i, I outlined some th stuff since quite a long time i think i really should start with that so i was shooting all over myself <laughs> as we as as i think uh, i think people know are you shooting all over yourself <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the end it just happened this morning so now like i have my topics i'm saying the things are clear the clarity comes when i'm going into my heart right right and so do you bring this into how does this feed into your approach with Zentrepreneur? talk talk to me about how it, how it works yeah so Zentrepreneur is really about creating a safe space for 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 more people. So like I I I set up uh, or I organize this what I call Zentra tables, where people can join. I, I I take between fifteen and twenty people in. So it's something between group coaching, mastermind, and getting into getting into safe space where we can share. So it's re it's really. It's really a space where people are vetted. They all they all have to accept each other. So if somebody would say, "I don't want him," okay, well then we'll. Who came up with another with another table? But it's really about creating this space so where people can express. So it's not so much about telling them where they should go or what they should do. Like I'm not I'm not liking to do. The classical personal development approach, like a lot of personal development tells you, if you do this, that, that, and that, and that, and then you add this, then you are arrived. Mm. But for me, life never stops. Life stops when it stops, uh, when it ends. You never know when that's going to be. But, and, and so there is no, there is no linear way to success or to my fulfillment. There's an eternal art of being to walk that. So that's why I came up with all this narrative I created. Because it's for me, it's really about giving people a map, giving people a map where they are right now on their on their journey. And what do they want to tackle for this specific topic now? Is it and then for me it's like, is it is it uh, awareness? Is it letting go of what I saw, acceptance and surrender? Is it faith? Is it courage? Is it celebration? And then seeing okay what is it where i'm really struggling with now and we dive into there and that's what we do in these groups because then we dive into this kind of, of conversations with people and i love to have the group bigger than rather than smaller because i love to have people the ones who are not sharing because we always always they're always the ones like the extroverts you and me we talk <laughs> No problem. Oh yeah, we have a problem. Hey, let, let 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 me talk about it. So many people can't. So I don't want to force people to to talk, or I don't want to 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 share. I want to I want people to get the insights from what they learn from others. So and if we if we go into an in, and and I do that too. So if we go into classical mastermind groups where everybody shares, that's great. But not everybody wants that. Also these also these people want to evolve. They feel that there's something next to, and maybe they go into that. Maybe they will share next time because now they got insights they need it. So that, yeah, trying to, to balance all out. So we'll see <laughs> on the long run, how it will work. Specifically, do you target, you know, is this, is this for people who want to start a business or is this for creative projects? It's, it's, it's a very, very great question. It is really for, uh, for people who, when we talk about the young young people, like uh, younger than me, <laughs> uh, when we talk about young people, it's really what I call it's the new achievers. It's it's the ones who who already started their 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 creative process. It's for the entrepreneurs in that sense, and they see they see that with all the external conditioning coming up to them, that they are not creating the way they want, that they are not in alignment with who they are. Mm. So it's for them. Typically, that's an, 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 a guy who created a startup, made his first finance, financing round, and starts to see that the, the, the roses are not falling from heaven, <laughs> and, and that there's so many compromises he has to do where he has no clue how many and how he will tackle these compromises. And uh, I went through this process several times, so I can quite authentically talk about my own experiences on that level. That's that's the that's really the, the the one target. The other target is 
what I call the external achievers, the ones who really created in their life, but ask themselves, what did I create? Was this really what I wanted to do? Is this really what I want to do with all this success? And now who am I? Is this not all void for me? In when I look back, it's like, yeah, amazing. I have, I don't know. I have all this wealth. I have all this success. People are labeling me successful, but for myself, I don't feel successful. And there's so many people in our society who actually go through that, especially now, especially also with what happened over the last two, one and a half year with COVID, where people just starting to ask themselves the question, who am I? Uh, and, and, and through that question, starting, okay, okay, how can I, how can I go, how can I go further? How, what's my next step? That doesn't necessarily mean to change my whole life, but it just changing perspective very often is enough. But getting a view on where's my perspective how can i change the perspective that are the people i I love to work with Mm. so it sounds like yeah some very interesting groups and do you tend to find that you have a a a global audience or is it is it mainly that's what i'm striving for very clearly uh i'm sitting in 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 little luxembourg so uh i i'm not i don't believe that uh that i will have the audience and the impact i want to have in my life when i talk only to luxembourgish people uh-huh. so 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 because they are not enough so there's nothing else than that so yes i'm 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 i can do i can do english french german luxembourgish so we can do in that three languages but but most of the things and everything i do is in English because I always say I have a mother tongue which is Luxembourgish, but my tongue is English. I don't know why. I loved it from the first time I heard it. <laughs> so, so, so for me, for me, English is always the easiest choice. And I was interested because I mean, you you seem to have found exactly what you were talking about. There's a David White poem um, that you shared on your LinkedIn, which I, I I'm a big David White fan, um, yeah. and it's called <laughs> Just Beyond Yourself. So it sounds like what you're encouraging people to do is to find that space between your essential self and your ego, perhaps. Yeah, it's, it's, it, 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 it all comes from, from know thyself. Huh? It's like know your ego. Mm. And, 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 and if you know your ego, then you, you embrace it, you don't embrace it. You, you, at least you know, you can detach from it, as I said before. Now, coming to David White, this was a real revelation I could ha- I could do beginning of this year. I don't know him since a long time. Especially, this poem is it describes my journey so 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 amazingly. When I read it, and I, I read it quite often because I just need I just need to <laughs> just need to, to to read it because I felt this calling of of what I do now since very very long, and I always denied it. I always but it was always there. And uh, when I started to, as I saw, to reboot my life, as I call it, in 2017, I felt it so hard, and I just decided now it is, now it will be, and and walking towards or yeah, towards our towards my own truth, which is which is me, and expressing it is is the most amazing, difficult, beautiful frustrating uh, holy journey i ever took in my life mm. it's 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 just it's yeah it's beautiful so when the roads is beckoning <laughs> like yeah say. yeah and 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 what what appealed to me about it was this idea that i think for, for a lot of us if we find something like that that just strikes a chord and when, yes. when i say that i mean hits you in the heart it's good to keep it as a reminder it's good to have it there as a sort of for the days where we wake up and it's uh, we're, we're a little bit lost, or we've kind of um, yeah, we've, we've we're reverting back to old habits, perhaps, or uh, reverting back absolutely. to defaults. Sometimes we are lacking the courage to take the faith to execution, mm. and and if we lack this lack this courage, it's very beautiful to have this kind of of reminders. It's like okay, for me, and it's really came up. But this is fate, what you want to do. You, you fight it your whole life. You always came back to it. And now you finally embrace it. So, okay, what has to be done has to be done. It's an act of accepting for me. It's an act of accepting who I am. Not so much who I want to be, because I, my whole life I was striving somewhere where who I want to be. Yeah. And I have this deepest belief that, that there's nothing. We, we know everything. We know everything about ourselves. We just don't remember. 
That's why I love the term remember. That's why it is, I use it so much in my narrative. But it's really remembering who we are when we, when we accept, deeply accept a situation, deeply accept something about ourselves, which is very often difficult. Mm. Then we see an, 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 an aspect we didn't see before. That doesn't mean it was not there. We just didn't see it. And that's where we remember. We remember ourselves. That's where real creation lies. Because that's where we then can create something new because, hey, there is something new. I, I remember something new about myself. Now I can create something else. Like yeah, yeah. If, when, when I started my journey, it was 2017 on a seminar struck by lightning. That's how I explain it. Like, oh, I will do whatever I have to do to do what I love and earn my money from it. I had no clue what I wanted to do, but somehow that, that, that stroke me. And then it came over time, the first venture great it was too far away from me it's like i very slowly i created everything was as where i was at that moment and so for me today's entrepreneur is the prolonging of that it's like it, it it because so many things so many layers it's i talk always talk about the onion and the layers like this the ever-growing onion it's like you have a layers going off and then you think oh that the, the, we're at the end of the onion no no it's growing back so it's like there's it never stops we can always take it that next of the next layer and, and like taking off this list, it's about remembering, remembering who I am, remembering, like if you, if you would have this conversation, even six months ago, I would never have talked about meditation is going back to my heart and home. Mm. Even so I maybe have known it, I, I maybe knew it, but I was not ready to speak that truth of myself. Now I am, so, so that's what I call remembering. It's just excavating sort of, it's like a, yeah. It's like an exploring yourself, going a little, yeah, as you say, a little bit deeper and uncovering those layers. And yeah, I think your whole process is is about an evolution or a continuum as opposed to getting to a fixed point and saying, yeah, hey, I've arrived. I'm done now. I'm, I'm you know, I'm whole. I, to, to be honest, it's what personal development took away from me in a way. It's like, if somebody sells you a, a fixed point to go, either you arrive and you see that, well, okay, now comes next, or you never arrive because you're idolizing some some people, some ways of doing, some procedures, whatever. You idolize them and you think, I will never arrive. That like, he, he's really amazing, but I will never arrive doing that. Mm -hmm. and, that and, and what we're doing by that is denying ourselves the greatness we have inside because we are, uh, a coach told me once, actually, you, you, we, we're changing one conditioning, external conditioning with another external conditioning, but it's still not ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I am not saying that's not good. I think it, I'm here talking to you, Cap, today because that's what I did and I'm very proud of it. But on the other side, it really brought me into, into huge self-judgment, judging myself that I am not good enough to do that. But they are and they're like, how can they do these numbers financially or how can they do the and I, or how can it drives me nuts sometimes or drove me nuts it's like and then and then and then starting to 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 create all these procedures how to do that now we all need this these procedures but they have if they come from inside let's back to coaching if they if they come from us and they, they are our limits they are our boundaries they are our solutions so that's when we can put them into place mm. but we cannot put them into uh, well again some people can because they just resonate with this with this energy of the person who or who brings this this personal development approach and these are the ones who are interviewed <laughs> and these are the ones who who, who, who will tell yeah it's amazing it is for them we have to accept that we are all individuals so the solution lies in ourselves always yeah and it it for me it's it's about um you know gay hendrix talks about finding your zone of genius is a again it's an evolution it you can't go from zero to 60 you need to evolve and assimilate certain things along the way it's like a spiral climbing up you can't you can't fast track it but, but most people can't some people can and, and as said, these are the ones who are interviewed and sell, and, 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 and sell the idea to everybody because what, what is what we are looking for in, the, in our lives today is like, oh yeah, I have a problem, here's the solution. Great, I have another problem, here's the solution. 
preferably somebody who tells me the solution so I don't have to take the time to think about it. So that's that's how 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 the the masses are are, are reacting. Now, I said sometimes it works for some, and these are the ones who 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 then are put forward. But for all the other ones, it doesn't. Mm. So I tell to my to my customer clients, I tell them, do any personal development you want. Take anything you can get. If you feel drawn to Tony Robbins, if you feel drawn to Dispenser, if you feel drawn, do whatever you feel is right for you. But don't, don't attach yourself to it. Don't attach yourself to the allegedly successes they, uh, which, 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 which are talked about. Attach yourself to your own successes. As big or small they are, that doesn't matter. But that's the only thing which matters. The only pe- person I measure myself against is myself. That's mm-hmm. the only person I is me being a better version of myself tomorrow. Even that has a big ego component. I I I, I totally see that. But it it allows me to measure myself. Now, on what what are the KPIs? So coming back to the the business world, what are the key performance indicators? That's for everyone to decide. Are the key performance indicators, I made X money today and now tomorrow I will make Y. Okay, if the key performance indicators is I was triggered 15 times yesterday and today I was triggered 10 and tomorrow I'm triggered 8, that's another key performance indicator. So it really depends, but at least I have influence of it and I know how honest it is. So I see the whole picture. I know my picture. I don't want to see it all the time. So sometimes I lie to myself or we all do, but at least I can come up with an, it's the most honest <laughs> measure you can get because. Because one of the other questions I asked you was, you know, I always ask people to share fun facts about themselves. And you said, I have, my, I have yo-yoed with my weight. My weight has yo-yoed for the last 25 years. And I'm wondering if since you, have been able to explore much more this getting in touch with your your true self your your real essential self whether you've found peace with that a little bit uh, yes yes it is i've in my very wicked and weird way i am i had to find my way through it like i went through through most likely every diet on this planet, I lost 40, 40 kilograms. I, 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 I go, went through all the motions and something happened last year, which was very powerful for me. So I started to fast, but really doing fasting, like uh, at the beginning, it was one day and then it was three days. And then it was like, and then I did regular 10 day fast, like every month, a 10 day fast. And this gave me a little bit of peace or gives me the peace that today I have a failed save. Right. Like, oh, like wow. for me, for me, for me today. And since I actually, I'm back a little bit on fasting now because I feel I need it. But, uh, since, um, uh, since beginning of the year, I didn't really take care of what I eat. I took care of what I eat, but I, not the way so, so that, then you have to understand how it's like, I was one of these guys who was for, three, four years, I was writing everything down, what I, I owed, everything which had calories and re- went into my mouth, I counted calories. And so like, now I say, like, I am this logic where I say, okay, I want to find my, my feel good space mm. without fighting. Because yeah. that's always a fight. It's like, oh yeah, it's okay. The, the Zen of being before doing an article I wrote, it's all about doing, it's not about being. And I was like, oh yeah, how can I, how can I, uh, what can I do to lose more weight? What can I do, 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 like, uh, Riding my bike, I was like, I did all this stuff. And I'm not denying it, but for me, for me now, it's really about how to find my peace, real peace. And so I created this through this, through this fasting. So it's like, okay, now I need a month of ramping up, but and then I can go, go into long-term fasting without any problem, which is again, an a hat. The head decides I will do that and then I will execute on it, but I can do that. So it's like my, my being needed to have the possibility of doing when it has to happen. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was a very honest fact and I thought it was uh, something that I, I think, you know, in a world where we're constantly conditioned to compare ourselves to other people and, and much more so in a, in a world that, you know, since the evolution of social media, has become, there's been a lot more around what does it feel like to just be comfortable in our own skin? 
and not be constantly at odds it, with who we it, should it's be. It's so important, so important to love ourselves. For me, being staying on the honest streak here, uh, so important for me to love my belly. It's <laughs> so difficult sometimes, yeah. and and it works. It works not all the time, but it works. It there is this peace which comes through the fact that we accept it, which is just, oh, just, just very powerful. It's not a constant. As soon as you go out, it's like, I, I, so I, COVID uh, allowed me not to put on a lot of uh, suits. Now, if I have to put on a suit, oh no, <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> but it, it is, it's that acceptance. And then, and then, as you said, the, the key to it is saying, when I choose, I mean, I remember Zig Ziglar's famous quote around, he lost weight when he decided that nobody ever forced him to eat. He made a decision. He made a choice to eat mm -hmm. intuitively. But, you know, the only person that was keeping him in the body he was in was himself. And then, and then coming up close to that and similar process yeah. that you've been going through. It, it, maybe something to add there because it just pops up, but it's really interesting and relate back to our earlier conversation about ego. The question I'm asking myself is like, who wants to eat? Mm. So, and it's like, okay, is it really like, who, who wants that now? And then sometimes I say, this guy, but I want it too. So, it's like, it's like, who, who, who wants the chocolate now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's a fascinating you know, uh, almost like a sideline to all of the, you know, building businesses and creating, but it's also so important and integral to when you understand who you are as a person and you start to take those, those choices yourself, that has impact on your health, on, on your well-being, on, on everything. It's not just about the external, you know, signs of success. Yeah. It's, yeah. At the end, it's all about loving ourselves. And how, how can we access that? I know so many people who are very, who are very svelte and very, and they don't love themselves no. as much as, as I didn't love myself. So, so it's, 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 it's all just our own mind construct, finding out why not. It's like you have people who, who, because they are skinny, they, they feel bad because they are skinny. You have people who are fat because uh, it's like, where are we going here? It's like, it's always our mind coming up with, with, with a story to keep us down and yeah, yeah. so i yeah. love that, that that this is essentially around yeah loving yourself respecting yourself being kinder to yourself which one of the reasons i love it is because it brings us into this story that i'm going to ask you about you know an act of simple kindness that starts yeah. from that place of self-compassion sometimes it does and I struggled very much with the question of the act of simple kindness and i really like i even woke up in the night i said like, what will i talk about there <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, always say, I always say to people, the first thing that occurs to you, you know, yeah, um, yeah. I can tell you a story. This weekend, my sister got a, a new job and um, for the first time she's a nurse and she's worked in a pharmacy. So for the first time she has a new job that doesn't involve wearing a uniform. And so she was suddenly, oh, what am I going to wear? And so you know, I'm one of four girls. We were all four of us together for the weekend. And we went to um, Marks and Spencer's, our, our favorite shop for go-to workwear. And they had this beautiful changing room where there was a central bit where we could all sit. And, um, and we, she, she, we, we picked out, so we all picked out clothes we thought would suit her. And she had this big trying on parade. And then we bought some, like a little capsule wardrobe for her first week so that she'll go in there feeling confident and self-assured and yeah, but it, as an act of kindness, it was, it was just one of my favorite moments from the last six months. It was just being able to be there and spend some time, create the space. And that's, that's where I go to with acts of kindness. Uh, and, and, and actually I come up with an, I, I, I actually, I have an act of kindness, which impacted me very, very much a few years ago in yeah, in 2016, I went through very, very, very difficult uh, uh, time in my life, really where I I doubted everything. I doubted me as an entrepreneur. I doubted me as a human. I doubted me really, really much. And there was an, an, uh, a friend which, with whom I was, we knew each other. But at the, exactly that time, 
she actually started to, yeah, let us have an, an, a bike ride together so we can talk and let us do this. Let us like, and I started to, at the moment where I, it was least expected for me, there was somebody where I could actually talk about all, all my stories I had to get rid of at that moment. But I also, and, and who respected me for, at that moment, which was very important for me, for, for, for the guy I was at that time, not for what I felt at that moment. I really felt as a loser. And, and I wrote that down here. It's like I, 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 was almost, I was almost broke financially. So everything was gone. And, and I really felt bad. And there was this one person just, hey, let us do this together. So we, we did even some stuff together. We're still very good friends. But it, it dissipated. She was there when, when it was needed. And now we have once a month we have a walk together. <laughs> like it's not it's it's so that that was a simple act of kindness which was for me maybe life saving. Yeah, yeah, and it's really that simple, you know, just yes. seeing somebody in need and finding time, giving the gift of presence. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. Amazing, that's a beautiful story. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, and, and that's that's why I love sharing those stories because sometimes those acts are so simple. It's just reaching out to somebody and saying, hey, do you want to go for a walk? And just allowing, and maybe they don't want to talk. They just need to feel seen a little bit that, you know, someone sees that maybe they're having a struggle. Yeah. I developed, I have, have the posted here, always traveling on my, off, on my office on the one, one uh, corner to the other. I writ, written on it, listen, not think. It's like I... I really work on this. One of my, my routines I really work on is when something pops up in my mind, especially when it's about a person, I just reach out because you never know. Yeah. And, and, and it's beautiful. Actually, the, the conversations evolving are beautiful. You know what you've just triggered in me is uh, quite often, don't you find certain people will just pop into your head and you don't know why? Yes. But often I try now to act on that and just simple WhatsApp. Hey, how's it going? Thinking yes. of you. And invariably, there'll be a conversation comes out of it that was unexpected or maybe they were struggling with something and maybe there is just that why did they come into my head right now maybe they mm -hmm. did need me to reach out to them i think that's a beautiful thing listen yeah and just listen don't think just because yeah. <laughs> like i find 15 reasons in in a millisecond why not contact them now <laughs> Like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, you know, I don't have the time. I don't, you know, all the, yeah, as soon as you let that thinking, just, <laughs> what does it take to just go, hey, I was thinking of you. How's it going? And and sometimes you get crickets. Sometimes, yeah, you don't get a response. But the, those those acts reverberate. They create ripples. They they bring energy back to you, for sure. And, and, and we never know what impact what we do have, has. No. And, and, no. and, and it's like, how can we know? So it's beautiful. It's like, okay, just be, just be an instrument of, of whatever the universe that's called like that. And I think that simple acts of kindness, like the one you described, what happens is you have understood how powerful that was, how simple it was on the other side mm -hmm. to suggest a regular bike ride. And now when you're feeling strong and in a better position yourself, you're able to go and find someone else to say, Hey, um, haven't seen you for a while. What's been going on, or, or even if you know something's been going wrong for somebody, do you just say, do "You want to meet for a coffee? Do you want to?" I have to write down a name now. To yeah, uh, exactly. I'm thinking all the people I'm going to call as soon as this is over. Pops up now, so listen, nothing. <laughs> oh, fabulous, Marco, fabulous. So challenges. You've said that, um, and I, I think you are so frank and so open about some of the the failures of of you know, especially with entrepreneurship. Not everything leads to success, and we as a society are programmed to think that, you know, th th there's only one definition of success, but often those, those failures on the way are part of the route to an, an eventual perceived success. So what came up for you when I asked you about a challenge? I don't know the term in, in English, but I'm the guy who, who, when he gets smacked down, I always get up. It's like uh, uh, people, that's, that's how people see me. They, they always think it's easy, but it isn't. <laughs> It was a, it never was. Right. And, and as an entrepreneur, that happened uh, sometimes to me. But in 2016, I was in a situation where I w actually, I was still mourning for a company like, which I 
I didn't have the success I wanted. Actually, it was very successful, but I didn't have the success I wanted at that time. And and then I had another company and and, and I, I created the second one just like uh, it was somehow like when you when when you when you tr- change partner you just take take the next partner so you, you don't have to think about the, the what happened before it's actually that's the, the, the rejection you it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like okay now it's like okay i don't have so like that i don't have to think about what really happened here so i go here and and that was and i i can talk a lot about this one but that was really an, an for me a personal a, a, a personal disaster so so and and, and at the end uh, i I would say with no none of my companies, I never had the, the impression that I I lost my integrity. I was because I saw that things are not going the way they were they were going, and I didn't act on it. I felt like I I lost my my integrity because I didn't. Mm-hmm. I it's like I saw that the inevitable thing was what happened in September two thousand sixteen, but I couldn't act on it. I was not able. Somehow I was not able to act on it. I was. And then it happened. So it all, it all exploded. Like amazingly, I had to pay so much. Like I was, I had two, I had 10,000, I remember 10,000 euros on the account. House costs two, 500. I had no clue where money comes from. Yeah. And, and, and I was sitting here and I was like, okay, what do I have to do? What will happen? And I started to create this phrase for myself, a mantra, no stone unturned, because that was really a moment of, okay, how can I sustain the family? Before I never had that like that. So there were, so you have the ups and downs, but I never had the situation where it's like, okay, in, in, in three months you're dry. <laughs> wow. uh, and, and so how can, and I started this phrase and I said, okay, how, no stone unturned, what can I do? And that was the emergency mode. So it's like, and I tell everybody, if you're in emergency, do. Don't think too much about who you are. Just do because you're in emergency. And I did. And I and through my contacts and through all I had, I in 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 one and a half months time, two months, I had a contract. And and actually, actually, I was by January, I was totally totally up and running again. And it was very powerful for me to see because I I did things I never did before. So I reached out in a way I never reached out to people, mm-hmm. and it worked like that. Yeah. Like okay, I I had conversation with. Uh, with people said, okay, Marco, we have this and this project. Which one you want? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one is dull. Let me do this one. <laughs> it's like, and then it was like that, 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 that kind of stuff happened. But what was more important for me in that situation was that it was the last time where I accept, accepted the fact that this is a reality in life. So I said, this is the last time you, you go down, you go up again and you just say, oh yeah, in order to live a few moments of happiness in my life, I have to go through this cycle of perceived failure, perceived success, perceived failure, perceived success. That's where I decided now that will not happen again. And that's where I decided to reboot myself. I said, okay, let me, let me, let me just reboot my life in a way that I find my way that that doesn't happen again. Mm. So that's why this is so for me, for me, it was, it was very, it was very, So funny. It's like, if you're in denial, I tell you things happening. It's like we, we had this amazing travel with my, uh, with my family and friends to the U S was amazing. 10 hotels in three weeks. It was just like the thing so expensive. I knew that this is just killing me. I was like, I'm my wife. Everybody was so happy. I don't want to see that. It's like, okay, let's just blend, let's just uh, take this one out of my head till we are landing in Luxembourg. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly what happens, like we, we, we were back somewhere at the beginning of September and then everything, and I knew it. I knew exactly what will happen. I knew not what somebody will say and how, they, but I knew exactly that will happen. It was, there was no out, there was no way out of it. And I didn't, I didn't want to take action. And I needed that. I'm very, very happy today that that happened because it really showed me how powerful denial is. It really showed me how powerful it is when we deny ourselves. And I denied myself from the beginning on in this venture. I, I, I did it and I didn't want to do it. I knew it's not good for me and I still did it. So like when we, when we are in denial of ourselves, that's where we are so, that's where we make ourselves so vulnerable for all these crazy stories. And all these crazy uh, smackdowns, which mm. comes us, especially when you're an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's a very powerful story. That um, that sometimes you have to just 
trust that you 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 will be enough to get yourself out of the situation as long as you don't panic and just stay stuck and say, mm-hmm. well, the narrative is I've failed and that's where I'm going to stay. Uh, and that, that actually, that's where that's where adrenaline and, and cortisol and all things really good thing yeah because we need that i i needed that i had no real choice actually i had choice but i was not ready to take it this is another, that's another that's for another interview but but at that moment i didn't see a choice than that and i did whatever i had to do to to be able to be afloat again yeah. now i am i am in a mindset of abundance i have a situation coming up financially too but i know that i will find solutions i am with me and I know that there are always solutions I am not blocking out 1500 things around me just because I am so into into my old conditioning I just open up my mind and I'm open for anything which comes up to me which is a huge mindset change this is like okay I will always be judged for this single thing which happens and I was like okay the most beautiful phrase ever I don't know <laughs> I have a brilliant coach who always says to me you do know Whenever I say I don't know, no, no, you do know. Just keep going. You do know. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> I hate it when that happens, but he's always right. <laughs> and I don't know what the outcome will be, but I do always know what the next step is. It's crazy enough. During during Cyprus, I had a meditation in the morning and came up, do a meditation, do a, a retreat here in, in Cyprus. I never did a retreat. It's on my. It's in my to-do list, which I don't have. I said before, but it's 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 what I want to do. But and I, for me, it was like June next year, and it's like do it, do it, do it in October. Wow. Okay. So listen or think, and I, I, I now I work on it. So I have I, I, I partner up with a friend who will we'll work most likely a man ret- man's retreat, and we'll fly uh, beginning of November for for a few days to to Cyprus. Lovely. Because I'm fed up of finding, of, of letting the, the the mind deciding on what I'm doing. Yeah. The heart, the heart is the main is the main uh, organ in our body, not the head. The head actually oh, is yeah. just executing. And so, yeah, trying to make that happen. Always on the journey. <laughs> well, good luck with that. And it sounds like a very exciting project. And it sounds like it's something that's very true to yourself. It's something that's coming from a place of real authenticity. Uh, I'm sure it will be a big success. It will be. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Trusting myself to do that. That really is a process. Huh? It's like yeah. you cannot rush it. For me, at least, it's something which evolved over time. And it's interesting that the other fun fact you shared with me was that you have a ritual of shaving your head every Monday morning. And yes. what I'm seeing, therefore, is almost like your inner monk. It feels as though there's something really deep inside of you that this is true for. It's it's really something I when I started to do that that was um, was after an, an 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 ayahuasca retreat and when I started to do that I I didn't know why I just feel it had to go <laughs> wow. and and because I had a beard and like I was running all this all these different versions of me and this is one too actually and and it had to go and and, and yes it is it is in me you know? there is this. I talk in entrepreneurship or in the internal art of being, I talk about the two realms, the material, the duality and the non-duality, you know, the bliss where we can be in when we are in, in acceptance, faith and, and, and remembering and the doing part when we have need courage, we need to create uh, or we create or, or we celebrate. And bringing that together, I think that's, that's the essence of my life is understanding that, that they are not different realms, but they are another side of the coin but they are intricately related and and yes and uh, i i don't know where we'll land on that one in the next few years it's like the yin and the yang you know we need yeah yes 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 it's it's another representation of it Mm. it's like i didn't invent anything when i talk about my stuff yeah that's what that's what i that's what i'm talking about every day it's Mm. about being in yourself be remember who you are and create authentically because it just has to come out. Yeah. No, that's that's fantastic. I mean, I think what comes out of that for me is really the challenge for you has been to get get knocked down, but build resilience from those those challenges. And that's that's the resilience is what you take with you when you go forward. Yes, resilience in a sense in resilience on who I am, 
mm. not on what I do. So when we hear resilience, most of the times it's really about what was like, okay, what did I do to be resilient? It's, yeah, it's really being basic, ba- ba- deeply with myself. And uh, yeah, and uh, and accept all my shortcomings. Back to self. The wrong word. Perhaps it's you build you build an inner trust. You build a trust in yourself. So. Trust for sure is. It's just like that. That's for sure. Deep trust for me is. Um, some people call it self confidence. I think this word is so 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 uh, knocked knocked down over the last twenty thirty years. That's not interesting to talk about anymore because really, it's 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 this deep trust that. Everything happens for a reason. This deep trust that things hap- are happening when they are, when they have to happen, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think that that's really what something to work for me, which is which is an outcome of 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 my entrepreneurial journey. And so for me, it's very important to say that. I say that all the time when I talk to 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 my people. It's like I'm. I'm on my entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, and a, and a sort of I'm trust. Not, I'm not. I'm not done. I'm not. I'm not like the guy who knows it all or who has done it all. I have done what I have done, and now I'm. I chose to 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 keep space for for people to walk their own journey. Yeah, so who you have I? to have a you have to have an essential trust that you are enough to carry. You yes, through. that's a big one. That's that's a real big one. I really like oh, struggled a lot with that. That that I am enough. But I'm enough as soon as I'm in my heart, I'm enough. And then everything, everything flows, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure you have these experiences too. It's like in coaching, the many of times I just was compelled to say something which made totally no sense to me at that moment. But okay, listen, not think, <laughs> just said it. And then my coachee says, wow, that was exactly what I needed to hear. And I had no clue. I, I, and then you even don't, I even don't know why there's no explanation, but it's just, it just hit home. Yeah. That's when we are in our heart because we are connected. We are all connected, and we are all uh, we, we 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 perceive on so many different levels besides the voice and 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 and, yeah. and the outside. Absolutely, absolutely. And that moment where you say, "Do you mind if I make an observation?" and the client always says, "No, no, go ahead, go ahead." <laughs> And then whatever you say does come straight from the heart. And yeah, invariably, almost impossible. It's like seeing something on the back of your head. It's almost impossible to see for yourself. So, so Marco, I mean, this conversation has been fascinating for me, but um, how much, how much of a place does music have in your life? When I was young, music was my state of my emotional state was always driven by the music, music I was listening to and vice versa. It's very important for me. Music for me is brings me to a space where I want to be, but now I do it consciously. So I consciously chose like, okay, when I want to be creative, I have a a playlist I I, I let go because it's just, just where I, it's going, going into the heart and then everything's fine. So it's like, I, 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 I need to find that way to go into the heart. So I use it for that. So what was the song that you chose to add to my playlist? So this, the, the song is from Trevor Hall and it's called You Cannot Rush Your Healing. Oh. And it came to me in a, in, in a moment, so that's three, four years ago, in a moment where I still was in this, I need to be better tomorrow, I need to be perfect tomorrow, I need to be. And, and it gave me, it was so soothing for me over all these years. So it says, you cannot rush your healing. It just takes time. And, and even this time is just what we perceive because time doesn't exist. So it, it is just something which we, we walk through the motions. So we cannot rush our healing. Mm. So those lyrics really sort of hit you. Yeah. For, for it's like, uh, in, in, we go to a restaurant. I'm always the only one who is listening to the music behind all the chattering. Yeah. Like I said, Oh, wow, that's a cool song. And people look at me, what song? <laughs> but there's music. I don't hear the music. Listen, for me, music always was very, very, very important. The lyrics were always very important. And actually, yeah, no, yeah. Mm. And then for your, um, the piece of wisdom that you would like to add to the collective, what's what's the one piece of wisdom that stays with you? A piece of wisdom for me, which was, which is with me since 25 years and which is really important is we always overestimate what we can do in one year and we always underestimate what we can do in 10. It's, it's for me, it's so many others. Like I can, I'm, I'm, I'm a living quote machine, so I can quote you. <laughs> so many, but 
honestly, this is the one at, at, at moments in my life where I was a young, young, crazy guy wanting to be an entrepreneur and, and, and nothing, and it was also tough and it didn't work out. And I was always thought back of that. And then when I, after 10 years looking back saying, okay, so I started up to, just saying, it's like I started out as an, I never did, I never did in university. So I, I'm, I have a high school, whatever degree basic basis. I was a farmer. I stopped being at the farm and, and like, and then I wanted to become a businessman. So like doing that in a year is, is, is a little bit utopic. Well, today with cryptocurrency, everything's possible, but at that time it was not, not so easy. And, and I, but when I look back 10 years, I look back like, 10 years in the venture was 2007, eight. I, I had 150 people working for me all over Europe. And, and as like I said, oh, amazing. And I really did what I wanted to do. So like my goal was to become a big businessman. Well, I was big and I was a businessman. Mm-hmm. And I was very proud of that, but that because that were the, the, the goals I set. So yeah, never underestimate what you can do in 10 years. It's yeah. so crazy. And often we don't even start a project because we think it might take 10 years. And in fact, if you can just get to the process where you're, you're enjoying something, you're, you're actually building something that has meaning to you. I think it's that process of not necessarily thinking 10 years ahead, but just what's today, what's tomorrow? How am I going to carry on building this? Yeah. It all comes back to are we really aligned with who we are? Mm. And if we are, we don't. I will do what I do today till the rest of my life. Will that be, will that be exactly how I do it now? Most likely not. And that doesn't matter because I, I'm as aligned as I can be right now with myself. So I will always adapt that over time. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, so Marco, anyone who wants to, who's, who's listened to you and is inter- uh, interested in following up on the Zentrepreneur journey and maybe joining one of your programs, where can they find you? Yeah, just look up zentrepreneur.com or uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Just reach out or through, through the website, just reach out and, and, and talk about your entrepreneurial journey. Perfect. And yeah, there'll be links to all of those, the website and uh, Marco's LinkedIn profile in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me, Marco. It's been a, a real pleasure to get to know you a bit better. And uh, yeah, good luck with that retreat. I think that's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm doing a retreat. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you, Ken. Great conversation with Marco. I hope you enjoyed that. And I'm going to leave you this week with David White reading the poem that we were talking about, Just Beyond Yourself. Hope you enjoy it. Just Beyond Yourself, written and read by David White. Just Beyond Yourself, it's where you need to be just beyond yourself. It's where you need to be. Half a step into self-forgetting and the rest restored by what you'll meet. Just beyond yourself. It's where you need to be. Half a step into self-forgetting and the rest restored by what you'll meet. There's a road always beckoning. There's a road always beckoning. When you see the two sides of it closing together at that far horizon and deep in the foundations of your own heart at exactly the same time, that's how you know it's the way you have to go. That's how you know it's the road you have to follow. That's how you know. It's just beyond yourself. It's where you need to be. Just beyond yourself. It's where you need to be. Half a step into self-forgetting. Half a step into self-forgetting. And the rest, the rest restored by what you'll meet. There's a road always beckoning. When you see the two sides of it closing together at that far horizon and deep in your own heart 
at exactly the same time and deep. When you see the two sides of it closing together at that far horizon and deep in your own heart at exactly the same time, that's how you know it's the way you have to go. That's how you know it's the road you'll have to follow. That's how you know it's just beyond yourself. It's where you have to go. Thank you so much for listening. There are almost a million podcasts out there to choose from, so I really appreciate you for choosing this one and spending your valuable time with me today. If you found it helpful, I would be truly grateful if you would rate and review it as it helps others to find us. And if you haven't already, you can hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts to be sure of getting every episode sent to you. You can find all the resources we talk about and more about my guests in the show notes over at collectivewisdom.podbean.com or you can find me on Instagram at collectivewisdompod where I'd love to hear any feedback, suggestions for new guests or comments that you have. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're interested to know more about how my coaching can help you, you can find more about that on my website at catpreston.com. Thank you so much for joining me.